Welcome to The Meteor Podcast, a weekly news show about what's going on in the media community. This episode is for Friday, February 7th, 2014. Welcome, Meteor fans. I'm your host, Josh Owens, along with my co-host today, Rye. Hello. And uh, today we actually have a special guest, Greg. How's it going, everybody? <laughs> So uh, we do full-time work at uh, Meteor work at Differential.io, if you want to look us up. Um, uh, we're actually all partners here, so um, in the business, I guess. <laughs> that was awkward. All right. The uh, Meteor podcast is all about news and the latest goings-on in the Meteor JS world. You can find us on iTunes. Um, go give us reviews, five-star reviews. Uh, not that we want to sway you, uh, meteorpodcast.com or at meteorpodcast on Twitter. So this week, uh, we have Greg with us because uh, we have Rye with us. He's just going to talk a little bit about Famous, and then Greg's with us to talk about uh, DevShop 11 and uh, some of the stuff that he learned there. Um, and then we're also going to be talking about the new Evented Mind website and uh, a post on the Discover Media blog about uh, gaming. So first up is Rye talking about Famous. All righty. So uh, if you missed it, I, I did a blog post back uh, at the end of December talking about my experience. I went, We went out to Meteor, or I'm sorry, we went out to Famous for a, a week. Um, I went out there to learn, to basically learn as much as I could to try integrating Famous with Meteor and basically just figure out, like, is this something that we can use right now in our apps uh, to get a leg up on uh, the rest of the, the world in terms of uh, doing cool web apps? And, uh, you know, basically I, what I would describe it is after, after the week, um, I was absolutely impressed by all what they've built. Um, and I actually built a little app. It was a little, midi ch- a little chat app um, that has little post-its floating in space that if you tap them, they float flutter like butterflies, but, um, you know, not really anything super useful, but I was able to try quite a bit of the libraries, uh, the raw, kind of the raw libraries that Famous has. Um, and uh, they are, uh, this kind of came up on the Meteor Talk list yesterday that uh, Famous is um, going to do a uh, public beta, I guess, soon. And this is different than the private beta. So they're going to invite more people into it. Um, and, uh, this isn't them officially launching though. They're not saying this is ready for prime time. They just want to allow more people to see it. You know, my, my overall, uh, I guess recommendation is if you have an app that already in mind that can use a famous or a a physics engine and uh, a lot of the features, then you're probably going to be very impressed. And this can be super useful right away. If you're more of a web developer that, builds web apps and, and you were thinking of maybe using famous to create a little bit of a bounce effect or, you know, just like minor effects. I think it's not quite there yet. Um, for the general web developer we need another, probably another layer of abstraction on top of the, the raw tools. Uh, and I think that'll start to happen now that they expose it to more people. So Greg was out there, uh, talked to them last week too. So do you have anything to add? Um, well, you said about adding the uh, the layer on top and getting those kind of uh, abstraction layers leveled out. I think they they made a hint to um, <laughs> to uh, that they're working on that, and we saw a couple of demos um, 
You saw like a DNA demo, didn't you? Right. We saw one was integrated with uh, 23andMe and kind of displayed like a double helix kind of thing. And uh, I don't know what they were using, but, uh, you know, under the hood. But we saw another one called Poing. And it kind of it uses the Foursquare API and Google Maps. And it kind of uh, was starting to use some components like they had pre-built like scroll views and things like that that could be useful for normal web apps like a normal developer. So I think it's I think it's getting there. I think we're working on it. They want it to, to be like that. So. Yeah, and I think so, some of those existed in at least early beta forms when I was out there in December. The problem, one of the challenges is there was no documentation around them at all. You know, so you literally were reading code to figure out what was even possible. Um, yeah, I think that that's it was a big part of their mission. So uh, the guy, the people, by the way, I just want to throw a shout out to Dave Fetterman and the people of Famous. They're just awesome people. Um, I know they're yeah. going to crush it. Uh, and, you know, we look forward to working on, you know, I, in fact, I had a meeting today where I'm thinking maybe I can use Famous for this. So I'm pretty sure that Differential will use it sometime in the first quarter or early, you know, early part of this year. All right. Well, that's it for Rye. Uh, so Greg and I are going to take it from here. Next up uh, is the Post from um, the Meteor Discover blog, or Discover Meteor blog, um, Meteor for Gaming, the the gerbil, 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 I don't know, space program. Um, this is a, a, I think, a good post. They talk uh, about how they've built a game using Meteor, um, HTML5, that kind of stuff. Um, and, and Sasha did a good job interviewing them. They talked about some of the difficulties uh, deploying that, um, and. The game looks interesting. Um, you know, I, I, I never played the original game. That, I guess it's Kerbal Space Program is what it was based off of. Um, but I, you know, to me, this this is near and dear to my heart. Like, I would love to figure out and work on a Meteor, like, HTML5 interactive real-time game. I think that's definitely going to be the sweet spot of Meteor. And um, in particular, like, I haven't fooled around a lot with Impact js but it seems like that would be a really kind of good engine uh to to get started on this this kind of stuff with um they definitely didn't mention i didn't see any mention of any kind of gaming libraries that they were using to create this but very interesting read definitely worth taking a look at um you know they talk about using that the app cache package to uh, allow people to play offline and they said it only took them about 15 minutes to get the game playable offline, which is kind of awesome. So. All right. Uh, next up on the list is the new evented mind. Um, so I actually had a chance to meet uh, Chris Mather out in San Francisco on our recent trip. And, um, he's a good guy. So he's the man behind uh, evented mind. Um, so with that, I think they've redone the entire UI, and I'm guessing um, that everything is built on uh, the new uh, Shark Branch, which is the um, now called Blaze, Blaze rendering yeah. engine. Yeah. So it looks real good. Um, so I guess there's a couple of different levels of subscriptions you can get to. Um, we have a couple reserved for us that we use. Um, I've been actually going through uh, the uh, Meteor Core UI uh, track past couple of nights and uh, a lot of good information in there. So I uh, encourage everyone else to check it out. Yeah. Chris, Chris is just a super smart guy. We met Ryan. I met him the first time we went out there and we were encouraging him to get this thing launched. Like just 
get it out the door. You know, people will sign up for it or maybe they'll complain about the pricing and tweak it after the fact. But I'm really glad to see that he's finally launched it. And, you know, I'm, he, he does a great job doing deep dives on material. So there's um, a lot of, a lot of stuff in there now too. So yeah, a lot, a lot of, of advanced topics for sure. A lot of tracks and a lot of, uh, just kind of random how to things just kind of, so if you're ever looking for a random, you know, like a reactive join in the UI is a good one. Many to many relationship published, so it's a couple, you know, just oddball things in there too that are good. Yeah, and that's just uh, what is that? Inventedmind.com. Yep, good stuff. All right, and then uh, last up, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about um, Dev Shop Eleven, and um, you know, we sent uh, Gerard C Chai out there and Greg, and uh, just wanted to kind of get their thoughts. I know they talked to a bunch of people out there. Uh, they went out a day early and uh, had a lot of conversations. Um, so uh, bear with me here. I'm pulling up the trip report because I want to cover all the, the topics. So you kind of touched a little bit on it. Um, Meteor, you know, they're working on the, the 1.0, you know, trying to get there. Um, the, the biggest, the next biggest milestone is going to be uh, 0.8 and they're working on Blaze. Uh, did anyone like show that off to you guys or? Uh, yeah, we saw a couple uh, demos um, at Dev Shop. Actually, uh, Avi gave a surprise uh, presentation, which was great. Um, his his was actually demoing uh, the you know, Blaze using SVG because it now covers SVG support. Oh, nice! So we saw some. You know, he was real time you know, updating you know, SVG you know, drawings. You know, using uh, reactive data. So I think what he did was he had like a clock drawn out with a circle and then uh, the, the hands were moving and you could see that things were changing, but the entire template was not re-rendering, which is another big piece or another big piece of uh, Blaze is the a lot more control over what actually gets rendered and getting that really under control. So that's, I'm really looking forward to messing with that more. Yeah. Awesome. Um, the other big thing that they said that they were like their, their next highest priority for 1.0 is a new packaging system. So, uh, they're working on a replacement for meteorite, I think, and they want something that's going to integrate with the new atmosphere two UI, which you actually got to see as well during the dev shop, right? Uh, yeah, we saw a little demo. We met with, uh, or we were sitting next to the guys at percolate. Um, we saw a little demo. Uh, it looks it looks amazing, and <laughs> there's a lot of uh, they're planning on putting a lot of stats and nice niceties in there. So um, if they pull it off, it's looking to be probably the best package manager I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of excited. Like I, I actually had a domain a long time ago called Plugin Hub, and I had a lot of ideas around like there's a certain amount of decay within the open source community and it seems like they're really going to tap into a lot of those metrics. They're going to look at like stars and, uh, um, you know, the last time a package was updated, how many downloads is it getting through the package system? So, uh, and they're going to try to really, uh, I guess percolate that, the data (laughs) to the top and, you know, uh, use it to rank packages and, and show off packages, which I think could be a really amazing thing. Cause I mean, this is a, a meritocracy, right? So, 
I mean, if a lot of people use a package, then it's it's probably, it's probably good. good. Yeah. If it's continuing to be updated and maintained, and that's another good indicator. So I think they're using all that data, and it looks great. Um, big props to Dominic out there, Percolate. So nice. So another uh, thing that wasn't discussed at dev shop but you guys kind of talked to some people behind the scenes was uh testing like what what was that conversation like <laughs> um i think right now the general consensus on testing for meteor is that uh everyone agrees that we need to do it but no one really knows the best way or there's not one concise method to cover all your types of tests so <laughs> i think that one's still up in the air um the you know the guys at Meteor they, they acknowledge that and they know that it needs to be done. So I think their you know their goal for 1.0 or maybe after 1.1 <laughs> is to pretty much just get out of the way and let uh, not you know prevent testing frameworks from working. So just try to stay out of the way. I think is their first goal, and then from there maybe build something better to facilitate testing. So that's, that's kind of like a, that's kind of murky right now still. So, yeah. And, uh, we definitely had a bias in talking to people (laughs) while you guys were out there because we've, we've actually been working on a book. Um, we're still like working on the first two chapters, but, um, you know, we're, we're getting ready. Like once those first two chapters are done, we're probably gonna, um, launch a private repo that, people can follow along and, and, uh, you know, we'll generate a nightly version of the book, but it is, it's, it's testing with meteor. Um, and the domain is testingmeteor.com. But, um, you know, we're, we're still wrapping our heads around this. We know everyone else is. So we thought it would be good to just, excuse me, compare and contrast like all the different frameworks that are out there. What, uh, what types of use cases would you want to use them in? How well do they work? That kind of thing. So, Definitely, definitely bias there. <laughs> um, yeah, so Dev Shop, like, uh, what? I mean, what did you like about the actual Dev Shop presentations? What was interesting? Um, they're all informative. Um, the two big ones uh, were there was one on Unity uh, and using the web player. Um, <laughs> there was a game demoed. Um, I'm not really sure how the game worked, and it was a little crazy. It was a puzzle game, but. Pretty much, you know, all the all the scoring and I guess you know things were happening. Things had to be sent to the server within the Unity game, which is you know, it's 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 run inside its own environment. And uh, they were able to hook it into Meteor to use for like the real time you know, back and forth between the server kind of data, uh, like scoring and there was I guess answers to the puzzles need to be sent to the server first to be verified. Then, you know, that gets reflected down to all clients listening to that game. So, I mean, it was cool to see how they tied in a completely separate framework, you know, into, in the meteor and, and leverage it, not just for the, you know, not just to do it, but they actually leveraged it and had a good use case for it. So it was good to see that. Um, there's another one, uh, f- um, someone at Facebook, came in and showed off a uh, React JS, mm. um, which is their framework, their front end kind of framework for uh, Facebook and Instagram right now. Um, it was interesting. I'm not sure if <laughs> if it's if it's worth 
worth it to go into it because mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, it's, he went over a high level and looks like I, mean, I need to know a lot more about it to make a call on it. But um, it was cool too. He showed some a lot of reactivity as far as the the interface, um, like the DOM. Yeah, the DOM interface because it's all it's all about this uh, immutable state and things like that. And he was actually you know, saying the templates were were evil. It's kind of <laughs> kind of against you know how media currently works and the yeah. media component system but i mean it's it's another alternate way to do something so i'm sure there's a there's a case out there where it would be useful yeah and i know there was uh there was a good lightning talk too on the blog package <laughs> right <laughs> yeah there was a great uh there was a great one out there um at gerard actually whipped up a blog package recently so we got a chance to show that off in three minutes which is <laughs> I was as a, uh, I was I was uh, working the working the computer for him. <laughs> yeah, no, that's definitely the way to do it. Like uh, having someone like working on the keyboard yeah. while you're talking through the demo. Like I find giving a demo, like typing and talking, is it can be tough. So, and the three minute timeline is definitely a, a tough one too. Like I, I gave one on account entry, and it was like, and they they like literally have a guy there holding yeah. up a sign like high pressure one minute left, <laughs> and then like he keeps holding up the sign that says repeat the question like when you're taking questions yeah. and answers. So you get out of sync, yeah. But yeah, it was good. Yeah, um, and then you guys built a new package while you're there too, right? Uh, J- Jerry did most of the work on that. I think it's uh, it's called Voltage. I, I guess it's kind of similar to a Rails package called High Voltage, where you know static content right now well right now we um you pretty much can enter markdown and it kind of just gets rendered for a static site static page which is i think you built it for one of our clients and it's always useful so yeah it's a little different so high voltage was actually like you'd have this pages folder and you could just drop the html file in there and then like it would automatically have a route and live on the app Whereas this one, I think, is it's kind of like a hybrid between that and a CMS because mm-hmm. you're able to actually, like, uh, if someone's logged in, they can actually, like, change the content of that page, which, I don't know, I think it could be interesting. I'm, I'm excited to see that one grow. See where it goes. Yeah. So uh, that's it for this week. Uh, ran a little long, but, uh, you know, I, I think <laughs> uh, hopefully we got good content for you guys. Uh, tune in next week. Thanks.